This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. AM 570 KLAC, 987 KYSR, HD2. Los Angeles. Available anywhere using the iHeartRadio app. AM 570 in LA sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Pete. Rodney Pete. Available on the iHeartRadio app or on AM 570 LASports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. All right, let's go. And good afternoon from Hollywood Park in Inglewood. We're here for two hours today. We are giving away tickets. What? What? Giving away Dodger playoffs. What? We are giving away Charger tickets. What? Come on down to Hollywood Look Park in Inglewood. Look at the crowd. Look at the crowd. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, yes. A feisty group today. We love it. A we feisty it. group joining us at Hollywood Park. Yes. Hey, everybody, thank you for being here. The winning begins soon. We've got two hours with you today, and we're looking forward to it. Uh, we promised you a special guest, and there is no one more special when we come to Inglewood than the mayor of the city of Inglewood, James T. Butts, is here with us today. <laughs> yeah, he is. Decked out in his Rams gear. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but I don't know, you guys. You guys are, like, corrupting me. It's, like, just afternoon, and I'm in a bar now. <laughs> uh, where's my life going, you guys? Never too early, Mayor. All right. Never too early to get going. Hey, thank you for coming over, and thank you for hanging out and kicking off our show today in Inglewood. As we were sitting here, Rodney, getting ready to go, and I knew the mayor would be here, I was thinking, Hollywood Park, the Intuit Dome, SoFi Stadium, Mayor, I think you basically have been responsible for almost every major improvement in this city. That's on you. Uh, I have to be guilty to that. Remember the YouTube theater? There's the L.A. Philharmonic Yola Center. Showtime just released 115,000 square feet in the north end of the city. The Girl Scouts of Greater Los Angeles left Marina Del Rey to come here to Inglewood. we kind of got it going. Yeah, you do. I'm driving down the street, and I'm seeing it. I'm seeing all the action. I'm seeing the Intuit Dome go up. I'm seeing all of the, uh, the mall and the, and the residential places going up. You talked about the YouTube theater. Um, what else, and what's the progress? Uh, when are we expecting the dome to go up and where the Clippers are, are moving in and some of the other things that are happening well, around here, man? Well, let me tell you something. The Clippers are going to have their certificate of occupancy by the beginning of the basketball season 2024. What? Uh, we have a $100 million community benefits agreement with them, oh, yeah. and that does not become enacted until they get their certificate of occupancy. So you can guarantee they're playing here in 2024. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Mayor, as you reflect on what has happened in Inglewood and the transformation that the city has gone through, uh, what pops through your mind? Well, let's think about this, Fred. So 
I have 50 years experience in municipal government. From 72 to 91, I was in Inglewood Police Department. Left as a deputy chief. Went to Santa Monica, chief of police for 15 years. Then I was assistant general manager of the World Airport System in charge of counterterrorism and public safety for five years. The Inglewood I left, three-peat Showtime Lakers, uh, the Kings, 43,000 people a day at the racetrack, the uh, Airport Park Hotel, Sizzler, and the Big Donut. When I come back 20 years later to be mayor, Sizzler and a Big Donut, and a structural deficit that was going to make us insolvent by September of 2011. So let's look at what's happened since then. We reopened the forum. People said, nobody will come back to Inglewood for concerts again. Within one year, it was the number one concert venue in the state of California, number two in the country, number three in the world for book events. Then we started talking to the NFL and the Rams, and everybody but you, Thank said, you. <laughs> everybody but you, Fred, said they'll never come to Inglewood. Uh, it'll be Carson. It'll be uh, Farmer's Field, but it won't be Inglewood. It, guess what? It was Inglewood, and the Chargers came along, too. Then we got the NFL Networks to leave Culver City to come here to Inglewood. As I said before, the YouTube 6,000 seat performing arts theater right there on this same parcel with uh, SoFi. Yola... Uh, Showtime, the Lakers have helped us redo our basketball courts. The Dodgers have done, are doing three dream fields here. Um, this is just um, a city that was a triple B minus rated city, which is one step above junk bonds to double A plus in seven years. That's on you, Mayor. Yeah. That's on you, Mayor. Mayor, and, and, and staying with that, Mayor. When you go back, and, and, and you're right, there were so many doubters. There were so many people saying this would never happen. It was mm -hmm. a done deal in Carson. It was a done deal downtown. All of those things. And then you, you drive down. You walk around this area. And you see what's happening. And you can let it out. How does that make you feel? How does that make you feel that when you have those doubters and people saying, no, you can't get it done? I know it motivated you in the process. But to see it come to fruition like it is now, how does that make you feel? Like you said, that's the motivation in the process. But here's where we are now. We're making history here. All of us, even Fred, <laughs> participating in the beginning, yep. crying in the wilderness about the value of Inglewood. But look yeah. at where we are now. We're making history. Generations from now, people will remember this time. They'll say, oh, I remember when the Intuit Dome was built. I remember when SoFi was built. I remember when there was a resurrection of the Forum. And then I remember when people that lived in Inglewood, when they were asked where they lived, said they live right next to Westchester, just south of Culver City, 20 minutes from downtown. I live near LAX. You ask somebody from Inglewood where they live now, they say, I live in Inglewood, California, and they become the center of attention. Yeah. Yes. Mayor, um, are you up for re-election this year? In about... 24 days. Okay. Well, nobody's running against you, are they? Yeah, there's five people running against me. All right, so you'll win. <laughs> anyway, um, that leads me to this. And, yeah, you'll, you'll serve another term here. But why haven't you chosen to run for higher political office, maybe on the state level? There is no higher political office than me and the mayor of Inglewood. Can't you tell? <laughs> <laughs> people have talked to you about it, no? Plenty of times. They talked to me about running for governor. Some people have talked about me for running for uh, the U.S. Congress, but 
very few people, men or women, will have the opportunity to say that in their lifetime they participated in the writing of history. That means so much more to me. Mayor, let me ask you this, and let's not get specific, and Rodney, we, we don't do this on our show very often. I mean, we just mentioned it the other day. I don't know what you're going to say, Fred. So okay, I'm going to say this. <laughs> you guys know Fred. <laughs> Mayor, no doubt you found out what happened with the LA City Council. I, I don't know the specifics, and uh, I don't want to ask you about that. But when you see that as a man that, that is a mayor and sees that happening with another city, what do you think? What comes to your mind when, when things basically implode the way they did? Well, you know, it's kind of a multi-layered question, Fred, because it doesn't exist. That situation didn't spring up in a vacuum. It was in the totality of how governance has been occurring in the city. And so it takes every weakness that existed, it amplifies it, it divides people, it creates tribalism, and it makes it much more difficult to come together on the difficult issues like homelessness, the provision of low-income housing, crime, because now we're distracted about people's motivations. And I think that's the worst part of what happened. Yeah, an ugly situation, but you're right. It's something probably was brewing for a while, and, and uh, hopefully everything gets cleaned up. Mayor, pushing, you know, we talked about what has happened. We talked about the history. Going forward, um, what still needs to be done? Where do you envision city of Inglewood, things around this area, and, and anything else around here? What still needs to be done or you need help on? When, when you say you need help, I, I believe that we are on a path to progress and self-determination. We are working on the ITC, the Ingo Transit Connector, about a $1.5 billion overhead conveyance that will connect the K-Line at Florence and Market Street, over Market Street, over Manchester, over Prairie, moving about 12,000 people an hour. That will change, I believe, the paradigm about the viability of mass transit um, from an esoteric concept for some people that don't have cars to something that people say, this is valuable to me. <clears throat> now listen to this. With the ITC, you'll be able to go on the K-Line, connect to the, to the entertainment district, or you can go on down to the people mover that will take you into the CTA of, of LAX by 2024. So if you flew to Inglewood and you wanted to go to a game at SoFi, you could get right off in the CTA, get on the people mover, get to the K-Line, get to the ITC, go see your game, get back on that transportation vehicle, and you would never have to get in a rental car or go to a hotel. That's amazing. That is amazing. It really is. That's the future. Yeah, and you're, you're at the forefront of it here in Inglewood. You know, and it's funny because since you took over as mayor of Inglewood, uh, I'm not, every single day hasn't been roses and everything hasn't always moved smoothly. But given what you've been able to accomplish, uh, your city is really well run. Things do move uh, forward in uh, an expedient process. And uh, there's not a lot of problems here, Mayor. You don't have a lot of problems down here. And your crime has been turned around? Yeah, oh, uh, we're, 
We're in our ninth consecutive year, the lowest crime rates in the history of the city. We went from a triple B minus bond rating, which is one step above junk bond rating, to a double A plus rating. The highest you can go is triple A. You just got it going, Mayor. What can I say? You just got it going. <laughs> well, Fred, you believed in us when nobody believed in us. Take and some credit, Fred. That's right. Well, you know what? Uh, I'll take credit for this. Meeting a really smart guy and knowing how smart he was. <laughs> That's what I take the credit for. Meeting a man, judging him by who he is, judging him by what he says, and believing in him. And I'll take credit for that, Mayor. I appreciate it, Fred. I'll take credit for that. What do you say, folks? The Mayor of Inglewood starts us off, James T. Bucks. It's always a pleasure, you guys. I missed you, okay? Well, we missed you, and we're glad you came down today. You always got a seat. You were, you were speaking at SoFi, weren't you? I was at SoFi at an architect's convention. Thanks, explaining them about where Inglewood came from and where we're going. And he stopped over here real quick before he goes back Love to it. the office. One Love more it. time. Mayor of Inglewood. Yeah. Love you guys. Thank you very much. Yeah. Appreciate it, Mayor. Thank you, Thank you for coming by. Thank you. All right. Uh, so the Dodgers tonight have a very important game down in San Diego. You think? I think. Mm -hmm. We're going to get into that. Also, at the bottom of the hour, we'll need a contestant to play Who Dis live. Oh, 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 baby. All right. We'll, we'll oh, pick somebody out to baby. play Who Dis live. Who uh, wants some? We are going to have, at one point today, some spirituality. Vic will jump on with the haiku. And since it's Friday, Rob Parker will be checking in, and perhaps oh, he will do a little. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, he'll do a little of his comedy routine from oh. Detroit. Oh, right? Is he? You already asked him? No. Oh, of course you didn't. No, but he's already done that, so perhaps he will. We're live at Hollywood Park Casino in Inglewood. We invite you to come on down. Folks are here. We're giving away the tickets. Fred Rogan and Rodney Pete on AM570 LA Sports. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B &B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. If you missed any of Rogan and Rodney, you can podcast it on the iHeartRadio app. Rogan and Rodney. AM570 LA Sports. Oh, yeah, it's Friday. We're down here at the Hollywood Park Casino. And you know what happens on Friday, Fred? We don't care. We, we do not care. don't care Friday. <laughs> we don't care Friday. Let's go. Let's go. Big crowd down here at Hollywood Park Casino, Inglewood. A spunky crowd. A spunky crowd. You can hear them. We just had the mayor of Inglewood, James T. Butt. 
was here. Thank you, Mayor, for joining us on your busy schedule. Let's go, Dodgers! Wow! So here's Look the deal. Look at this ruckus crowd here at Hollywood Park Casino, friends. I'm telling you. They're here. They are And here. they're making noise. Loud and proud. All right, here's what we're going to do. We've got two pair of Dodger playoff tickets to give away. We've got Chargers and Broncos, the Monday night game at SoFi to give away. We've got Chargers and Seahawks tickets to give away. All right? So what we're going to do, everybody is now alerted. We're going to play Who Dis in about, uh, what, eight minutes. The contestant that plays Who Dis, if they beat Rodney and Ronnie, will win Charger tickets. Okay. If they do not win, and they've got to win today, then those tickets will be put into the raffle and we'll give those away immediately following the segment. Fair enough? Consider them going back into the raffle. So everybody will have a chance. When I play the game, you all know I never lost. There you go. There you go. All right, how are we feeling about the Dodgers tonight? All right, my panic meter is green. I'm good. Couldn't be any better. I think they'll play very well tonight. Uh, the, yeah, they better. The, Someone said they better. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Two things. Two things to look at tonight. First, can they grind Blake Snell down? That's the question. Don't be going up there first pitch swinging. You want this guy to throw a lot of pitches. That's his Achilles heel. Get him out of the game by the fourth or fifth inning. So that's number one. Number two, is Mookie going to hit tonight? Because Rodney, I think, astutely pointed this out yesterday. If Mookie doesn't hit, the Dodgers are in huge trouble. Now, if we're to be fair and look at past playoff performance, it's not like Mookie in the playoffs throughout his career has torn the cover off the ball. Trey Turner hasn't torn the cover off the ball, but is hitting very well in this series. So tonight, Mookie needs to be the catalyst. And get things started, Rodney. Absolutely he does. And we've seen it uh, since he's been here. When, when Mookie gets off to a good start or gets on base, he scores. It's the reason why he scored, I think, the second most runs in the league. It's the reason why the Dodgers win more games when Mookie gets on base. So uh, it's not always the case. The Dodgers go as Mookie goes. But he certainly, it certainly helps the Dodgers' chances of winning when he's going. He's getting on base. He's, getting, he's scoring runs. Uh, it's very, very, very important. And you're right about, you're right about Snell. Um, and the thing about Snell, though, I, I, I think he's also got a little chip about the Dodgers and days in Tampa Bay when he was pulled out of the game. I don't think Bob Melvin makes that same mistake as, uh, as they did in Tampa Bay, Fred. Well, if he's I, dealing, if he's going, he's going to go seven or eight innings. Yeah, I don't think Bob Melvin will do that either. You'll remember the manager of the Tampa Bay Rays, when the Dodgers were in the World Series, uh, went right by the book right by the book, walked out, took Blake Snell out of the game, and as Dave Roberts will tell you the story, when he saw that, he started to laugh. And Mookie turned around Mookie and looked at laughing. Dave Roberts yeah. and started to laugh. We got him. We got him. And they had him at that time. Yeah. Now, Blake Snell, as you know, has not slept in nine years. And uh, that's because <laughs> he is constantly playing video games. That's why it looks like he has not slept. I actually walked past him. The other day on the field. Now, to be fair, I walked past him as David Vasse was hugging him. Yeah, right. Right. Walked right up and hugged him. They were good friends. But I walked past Blake Snell. And you know sometimes 
and I've always had this problem in life. For example, if somebody says to you that someone else is attractive, you know, hey, look at her or, or look at him, but you don't see it. You just don't see it. You can't figure it out. Because, because someone is attractive to one person doesn't mean they're attractive to somebody else. So I have this issue, and I used it with Blake Snell as well, and it's a bit disconcerting. If you tell me someone looks a certain way and I don't see it, for whatever reason, I simply walk up and stare at them. I get as close as I can, and I just go like this. Now, that person feels very awkward and odd when someone is standing two feet from them just staring at them. But all I'm trying you to do... Think? Yeah, a little bit. I'm just trying to figure out what it is that I'm missing. So I walked up, and Blake Snow was hugging David Vassay. So I kind of moved over, and I went like this. And I just looked at him. And I stared under his eyes. Because I wanted to see if I could see those dark circles. So I, I was this close, and I was like... And you know what was weird? You. Besides me. I couldn't really see them in person. I couldn't see them. Special so, effects on the camera? Maybe, maybe he slept the night before. But they were a little puffy. And we've suggested it. And if anybody's listening and knows him, perhaps Vassay is, cold cucumbers on the eyes will take down that swelling underneath and smooth things out. It's just a suggestion. You know, we don't want the Padres to win, but we want everybody to be healthy when they play. That is two minutes that I can never get back. <laughs> <laughs> in the hell are you talking about? And unfortunately, I can really see you going up to someone and staring at them I in did. the face. I, I did. How I did. obnoxious are you? Very, very oh, obnoxious. Man. I mean no offense. I'm just not. trying to figure it out. Here's one other thing to look for tonight, at least in my opinion. Let's get your take. Tony Gonsolin. He's on a pitch count. Catman. Yeah, the Catman is on a pitch count tonight. And we talked about it yesterday. How long do you let him go? Do you go through the eye test? I think the eye test is if anything looks wrong, he's out of the game. You don't have time. You don't have the luxury of just letting him go. What if it doesn't look great or right, but he's still getting people out? Have they scored? No. He stays in the game. Okay. He stays in the game. So things could look wrong, but the score doesn't indicate that. Right. He stays in the game. Okay. Because you don't want to get to the pen too soon because Heaney's up next. But I, I, would, I would say keep an eye on Gonsolin early in the game. I, I think, really, Rodney, besides Mookie hitting, I think that's the key to the game tonight. It is the key and how deep he goes. I mean, I know they say they have him on a pitch count, which is, you know, we'll get him, I, I guess, around to the fourth Se inning. Second, 75? 75, I think, is the number. Um you know, for me, and I, and I know, look, it, analytics play a huge role, and they have been in this game for, for a few years now. Um, and you said this yesterday, regardless of the pitch count, you don't let him go the three times through the lineup. No, no way. No. Even, even if he's dealing. No. Uh -uh. Even if he's getting, them, getting everybody out. No. Even if the Dodgers have a two-run lead. No. You know what? Honestly, my perfect world, yeah. he gets through four. Yep. He gets through four. If he does, I think you're okay. Get him through four innings. Yeah, see, I, I think in the playoffs sometimes we, we overanalyze, and if he is dealing and Dodgers are ahead, 
Because you want them to go deep. You want the, the key with everything in the playoffs, especially, is getting the starting pitchers to go as deep as possible. Right. Now, I know he's coming off injury and you've got to have a short leash, but if it is going good, it is a luxury to let him keep going and then really tighten that leash and say, okay, now we, we said that any sign of trouble, we're going to pull him. Now that just intensifies. But I just wouldn't go strictly by the book and say, okay, he's out, especially if he's going good and he's got it going. Um, I may let him ride a little bit. That doesn't mean I, I lengthen the leash, but I may, I may let him ride a little bit because I need him to go as deep as possible, even with the pitch count. Let's remember there's no margin of error now. We saw that the other night with Trey Turner. There is no margin of error in the playoffs. We all know that. Dodgers have been there. Everyone has lived through it. You're a Dodger fan. You're here today. You feel as if you're invested in every single game. You've been with them every single day, so you get it. There is zero margin for error tonight, and it's a huge game. If by chance, bite my tongue, the Dodgers don't win, they're still okay. They're still okay. If the Dodgers do win tonight, I think they wrap it up tomorrow and come home on Sunday getting ready for the division series. Would you concur? I would not. You would not concur? <laughs> I, would, I would hope. I, I, I really do. But I think giving the, the tone of, of this series and, uh, you know, them having their two best guys going today and tomorrow, um, after they won the other night, I, I just felt that now it's a five-game series. Now it's going five. You do think that? Yeah, I, I think it goes back, comes back home, and the Dodgers win it. I'm hoping it doesn't. I really, I really don't want it to go five. I want them to wrap it up, as you said. But I just think just in the culture and the way it feels with not, in this, not just this series, but all across MLB in the playoffs right now, it feels like you never know. These things are going to get stretched out, and the Dodgers series included. Um, I think the Phillies and the Braves are going to do the same thing. They're going to go back and forth a little bit. So I do believe it's going to go five. I think the Dodgers will win. I think the Dodgers win tonight. And, uh, yeah, hopefully they can wrap it up before they come home. But uh, be ready for it to go five. All right. Here at Hollywood Park, by a show of hands, who thinks they're ready to play who dis? Right here, 35 in the Dodger jersey. Come on up here. Come on up here. Put on that headset right there. Ronnie, roll it. Rogan and Rodney roulette. Who is this guy? This is who I am. Who is this guy? Who this? Who this? Who this? Coverage of Game 3 of the National League Division Series begins tonight at 4.30 with a first pitch at 5.30 p.m. Listen to every play in HD in the free iHeartRadio app. The keyword is AM570 LA Sports. It's brought to you by Premier Jeep of Buena Park. PremierJeepBuenaPark.com right off the 5 and Artesia in Buena Park. Okay, sir, what is your name? Ray. 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 Ray is here. Ray's going to play who dis. Ray, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. You sure? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go, baby. Let's go, Ray. All right, so the way who dis is going to work. I'm rooting for you, Ray. I'm rooting for you to lose. I don't know if you want to do that, Rodney. (laughs) Come on, Ray. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to play who dis. Uh, Ray, if you win, you are getting tickets to see the Chargers play Denver Monday night. Monday night right here at SoFi Stadium, okay? Sounds good. If you lose, those tickets go right back into the pool, and we're going to draw the first number in the break. All right. So somebody else will have an opportunity. In who dis, you yell it out when you know it. 
you have one challenge. If you use your challenge and it's upheld, you hold on to your challenge. If you use your challenge and it's denied, you lose your challenge, okay? Yes, sir. Ronnie, you ready to go? Happy Friday, Rogan and Rodney. Let's go. Boom, boom, Ray. (laughs) Ray, 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 no way, Ray. Never lost. Let's go, Ray. From South El Monte. (laughs) From South El Monte. That means you definitely going down. (laughs) Never lost. (laughs) Good luck. I made eight Pro Bowls and was a six-time All-Pro in my Hall of Fame Aaron career. Aaron Dickerson. No good. Aaron Donald. Marshall Falk. No, senor. Vince Ferragamo. And it is no good. Kurt Warner. No good. John Elway. Peyton Manning. How about Nary? Ronnie, who you got? Steve Peyton Young. Manning. Peyton Manning. No, senor. Eli Manning. Ray, go ahead. Steve Young. And it is no good. Next clue. I won two Super Bowls in back-to-back seasons with two different franchises. Peyton Manning. No good. Tom Brady. How about new? Kurt Warner. No, senor. Your next clue. Wait. Yeah. Here it is. Did you say it was a quarterback? I didn't say. What? I didn't say. say. Oh, you didn't say. This clue may give it to you. Rodney P. Antonio Brown. Deion Sanders, Rodney's on the board. <laughs> Never lost. Are you getting booed? You got booed. I knew you got it. I hey, knew you got hey. it. I love to go in the hostile environments and do my thing, Fred. <laughs> That's what I love. Bring it on. <laughs> All right. Rodney's got one. Yeah, just ask them Bruins. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kawhi knows. Kawhi does. Next clue, I was a nine-time All-Star in my Hall of Fame basketball career. Kobe Bryant. No, senor! Paul Pierce. How about new? Akeem Tim Duncan. No good! Tony Paca. And it is no good. Paul Pierce. We no, already had Paul Pierce. Oh, we did? Yes. Prior to last season, when Marcus Smart won the award, I was the last guard to win Defensive Player of the Year. Last guard? Last guard. Ellen Iverson. Ooh. No good! Gary Payton. Rodney, Gary Payton. <laughs> Never lost. All right, all right. If you were down here, you would see Rodney celebrating each of his correct answers. Which, <laughs> despite the fact some of you are now booing Rodney for getting them right, he's I actually he's helping you. Help he's actually I doing. I can't help it, baby. I'm just. I gotta get one. I gotta he's get one. he's doing on. you a favor because you know? if he wins, you're all eligible for the tickets. Come on, Ray, Ray. Come on, Ray, Ray. Come on, Ray, Ray, Ray. It's Friday. I might Ray. give him up. I'd rather take the Dodger tickets. What? Did you see? You hear what Ray said? Oh <laughs> no! After he down, who's this guy? After he's down, oh two. That's his, that's his attitude now. No, nah, I'm gonna win him now. Ray, that's okay. not a winning I'm attitude. Gonna, I'm gonna you know win him. I'm, I'm gonna win him. I'm gonna win him. Come on! Uh, I knew Ray would hey, like work. Come hey, on! Yikes! Okay. Come on, Ray. Ray. I'm trying I, to get a sweat in on a Friday, man. <laughs> I didn't get to the gym today, man. Come on, Ray. All right. Give me right. something, give man. You something. Are you gonna give me a game? Yeah, I am. Are you gonna give me a game? I'm gonna try my best. Come on, Ray. All right, here we go. I have made five Pro Bowls in my NFL career. Eric Dickerson. No, senor! Five Pro Bowls. 
Demarino. How about new? Vince Ferragamo. No, it's not. No good. Vince Ferragamo. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you something, Ray. You might be keen on this guy. Oh, no. Ray Lewis. Keenan Allen. Ray! <laughs> wow, that's how we're doing it now? <laughs> <laughs> nice, Fred. Thanks, Fred. I appreciate that one. Okay. That was okay. a legit clue, Kevin. No, I was probably cheating, Fred, to be honest. With <laughs> you. Yeah, what am I? Who am I? I'm just... <laughs> yeah. I thought it said yeah. here, Ray, you might be now, keen on him. Now, yeah. now, now no. who do you think is for the people? That wasn't cheating, Fred. You're who good. is for the people? Because if I win, everybody gets back into the pool. <laughs> and if Ray wins, Ray gets the tickets. And who is helping Ray win? I might take, I might take one of them. Fast Freddy. That's true. I just wanted Ray to help Rodney work Five out the sweat. Five finger Freddy. Oh, all right, but <laughs> I, I think there's even a more, there, there's more troubling of an aspect here. Ronnie is not even in the game. Where is Ronnie? Where is Ronnie? Ronnie playing? Yeah, they're Ronnie. This is a difficult yeah, one for Ronnie. me today, guys. I'm not even going to lie. Oh, Ronnie. <laughs> What'd you do last night, Ronnie? Hanging out with Vic. Ro Ronnie, you know what? This is good because Ronnie's not even in. So now you have a chance. Okay. All right. I led the NFL in rushing touchdowns twice and in rushing yards three times. Emmitt Smith. No, Barry no. Sanders. Adrian Peterson. Rodney. Come on, seriously. seriously. <laughs> Come on, man. Really? <laughs> Challenge me, man. Come on, man. Challenge me, Fred. I'm tough. Come on. You pulled that out pretty quick. That was I the did. issue. I did. All right. Here was the next one. Got to get this one right. Okay. I was the first overall pick of the 2015 NFL Draft. Who is this guy? What pick? Tim Tebow. What pick? No, senor! What pick, Fred? First overall. First Derek Goff. And it is no good. Baker Mayfield. What? Who was eating that? Who was eating that shrimp? Down there. Were you eating the shrimp or no, were you? Eating? It was the guy in the middle. How was the shrimp? They smell what, really what good. In the world? What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? What's wrong with you, Fred? <laughs> exactly. We're playing a game here or what? This high stakes is for charger tickets. What are you doing? Just remember I said that. Here's your next clue. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I know where you were going with it, but still. <laughs> See, yeah, I probably better in line with a, a hint than the previous one. Let's put it that way. I, I just dropped in a hint, but you know, you'll get it. Yeah, Here's was the next it. one. I was uh, the most outstanding. Uh, I was the most outstanding player in the last BCS national championship game. Joe Burrow. How about new? Vince Young. The last BCS. Yes. Oh, that's a little throw-off. Who is this guy? Who is I, that guy? I'm Barkley. No good! Oh, yeah. I won. Oh, yeah, he did. The Heisman Trophy while yes, playing at Florida State in 2013. Tim Tebow. Janus Winston. Oh, Florida State. Thank you, people. Thank you, people. All right, Rodney, all right. Thank you, people. Thank you, people. All right, now did you get my shrimp clue? No. No. <laughs> the, it uh, wasn't shrimp either. 
it was, it was crawfish, it was wasn't crab, it? But it was crab still, it was still, it was still, it was still shellfish. And that was my point. Terrible point. Okay, well, anyway, uh. Ronnie, thanks for showing up. You didn't do anything today. Ray, you gave it your best shot. You came up I short. Did, I did. But that means in about <clears throat> 60 seconds, everybody has a chance at those tickets. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, folks. Come on, baby. Yeah. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. And now another Rogan and Rodney. Oh, yeah! Afternoon Delight. I wake up like a billion dollars in the morning. I pick and choose from 20 cars on Mr. Forrest. Oh, yes. Today's Afternoon Delight is High Heels by Flo Rida and Walker Hayes. The pop star and the country artist teamed up on this track that dropped late last week and comes on the heels of Hayes' third studio album, which was released earlier this year. The track was co-written by Hayes and according to the artist, it is an ode to life and the importance of finding contentment in the things that truly matter. Again, today's Afternoon Delight is High Heels by Flo Rida and Walker Hayes. Right on, Fred. All right. Hey, who won uh, Who won the Charger uh, Bronco tickets? Here he is right here. Okay. You're welcome. In the yeah. next break. You're welcome. In the next break, our first pair of Dodger playoff tickets. Here we go. All right. And we're down here till 2 o'clock today. We invite you to come on down, be part of the party. How confident are we giving away these Dodger tickets knowing that they're coming back home to play? I'm telling you. That's what I'm talking about. We're not giving away tickets for something that won't exist. And by the yeah. way, if they wrap it up in San Diego, your playoff tickets are for the league championship series. Yeah. We're giving away tickets, and they're going to get used. We're excited about that. Uh before we go any farther, I just want to shout someone out who is here. You might have noticed on stage there was a very attractive woman that we walked up and hugged. And that is Kevin's new wife, Lauren, who is here, sitting over there now. Yeah, Lauren! You know, and, and there's always uh, going to be a huge, huge, very soft spot in my heart for Lauren. Because if you remember correctly, uh, I was the surprise officiant at their wedding. I married them. And the reason I married them is not because Kevin, who I've known for years, wanted me to do it. It was because Lauren asked. So thank you, Lauren. This is true. It is true. <laughs> right. Let me, hey, my question is, is it legal? 
Well, <laughs> well, there was a bit of a snag there, too. There was a bit of a snag. <laughs> yeah. As the story goes, I inadvertently forgot to sign the marriage license. Uh. And then there, there was some concern about where the marriage license was. Is all of this accurate? <laughs> yes. Right. Fred. But I left it where I was told to leave it, and uh, fortunately someone picked it up, and it is legal. Thankfully, yes. Yeah, thankfully. Leave it. No thanks to Fred. <laughs> I don't know if you uh, heard this. We found out this morning, you know, the Rams have been devastated by injuries. We know that their offensive line is a makeshift offensive line. Uh, and as we give away Dodger playoff tickets, we are giving away an opportunity for someone to play left tackle for the Rams because they need guys desperately. But uh, they, they have been just beat up. Cooper Cup was on the injured list yesterday. He should play, we think, against Carolina Sunday. And something for the Rams, Rodney, that has been a bit of an issue is the running game or the lack thereof. Now, Cam Akers was someone they were heavily counting on this year. In the first game, I think he got one touch, maybe two. And people wondered, where was Cam Akers? Well, he hasn't really been what people thought he would be. And today, Sean McVay said, Cam Akers is not playing Sunday and may not return to the team. I'm working through some different things with Cam. He wasn't here yesterday. He won't be here today, and he'll be out for the game. And um, we're just working through some different stuff. Um, want to be able to keep that in house, and so kinda, I'll leave that, uh, you know, where that's at right now as it relates to Cam. Understand that, Sean, but um, do you expect him to be a part of this team moving We're working through some different things right now, and so, like I said, just kind of want to be able to. Hopefully, you guys understand and, and respect that. Uh, want to be able to just keep things internal right now. All right. He was not going to stop asking. No, but the point <laughs> is, uh, as that continued, he he wasn't sure Cam would ever return to the team. Rodney, what what do you think this is? I have no idea, and 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 I don't think it's um, you know, it's not our job to speculate. As Sean McVay said multiple times, it's a personal issue, and he's working through some things with Cam. Um, my sense when when it happens, like this midweek and a guy that's a critical part to your team and your offense um, and he's not there and you start talking about personal issues it's really something serious um, especially they don't give any timeline of when that individual is going to come back so hope all is okay with cam you know personal issues can mean a variety of different things so we just wish him well hopefully he's able to work through whatever he needs to work through um, in the process, and, and in the meantime, you know, Rams going to have to lean on 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 Daryl Henderson and and some other guys to, to help with that running game. The good news for the Rams is uh, Carolina has just fired their coach. Baker Mayfield is hurt, so Carolina. Is that good news. Well, it's it good news be. for the Rams, not good no. news for. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it might be good news. They want Baker playing. Yeah. Well, that's true. I throw you a couple. But uh, one of two things is going to happen here. Either Carolina is going to come out look like an entirely new team, everybody fighting for a job to impress the coach, or uh, they're going to be a complete mess. It's going to be one or the other. I like the Rams Sunday against the Panthers. Uh, Lakers are very close to wrapping up the preseason, and then uh, they get going for real here. Russell Westbrook, let's just be honest. Uh, you're shaking your head, and you're giving us a thumbs down. Uh oh. Here's the thing about Russell Westbrook. Uh -oh. it, it was a bad move when they acquired him. He comes home to Southern California. It was not a triumphant return. And honestly, he now is a distraction. Last night, or yeah, in the game the other night, 
in the game the other night, Russ was uh, recorded not going into the huddle. So Patrick Beverly called everybody into the huddle. Let's go, let's go. And Russ was off on the side. And before the game, Russ didn't get into the huddle. It's so bad, his wife had to send out a tweet saying, before the game, throughout his entire career, this is what Russ has done. She, no, she responded to a tweet right. that was put out there. Someone else put the video out there of, of Russ doing this throughout his whole career, and she responded to that saying this is what he's done, and here it begins or something she said. But she was responding to somebody else that did that. She didn't go find the clips until, see, here he is, not in the huddle. It was someone else that did that. So what, that. what I'm saying is this. That's a distraction. If you're now trying to photograph people and talk about, it's not about winning, winning or losing at this point. It's the preseason. It's not about playing great defense at this point. Is Russ in the huddle? Is Russ in the huddle? If that's what it's come down to before we even tip the regular season, you've got a problem. Every eye is going to be on him now. And I'm not saying it's his own doing. He's in this situation. But he knows that. Every eye is going to be focused on him. The slightest little thing people are going to jump on. And probably some of the time unfairly so, Rodney. But they're going to do it. And at that point, it becomes a distraction. And that's not something you need. Yeah, it's a problem because you should be, you would hope that he is has enough self-awareness to understand that, to understand that he's a lightning rod, understand that last year was a disaster. So I can't continue to do the same things I did last year. And everything I do is going to be under a microscope and going to be scrutinized. And so when I don't show up in the huddle or the pregame celebration or talk or huddle, whatever you want to call it, yeah, people are going to jump on it. Um, and when you kind of brush off Patrick Beverly, who's trying to get everyone together on a, you know, after a foul, yeah, everybody's going to talk about it. Because you haven't been great as a Laker. And people want to see some sort of change or some sort of, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm dialed in, I'm all in, not a defiant Russell Westbrook, which what it looked like. So here's what I think will happen. Uh, in in the, the upcoming game, they're going to play him with a second unit. That's the plan now, and that's the one thing he didn't want. He doesn't want to come off the bench. He doesn't want to be with the second unit. That's what's going to happen next. Now, we'll see how that goes, and we'll see what his attitude is. But I believe, Rodney, there will be a period of time where they're going to make a decision, and that decision could be if this is a distraction, if people are so focused on him they can't even watch the team. If the team is up by 10, but people are talking about Russ on the bench and his body language, if that were to happen, that's an issue. I can see the Lakers. But you know that's going to happen. And if you that, already know that. It happened last year. You already know that he's going to be, he's, he's not going to change. He's not going to all of a sudden be a model player, a model teammate, or do everything that you want him to do. He's going to continue to be the Russell Westbrook that is, he's been all along. So you already know this going in. And if, and if that's the case, I can see the Lakers very easily having a meeting with them and saying, all right, Russ, just stay home. Just stay home. We got this. We're paying you. You stay home. If we work out a deal at some point for you, then you move. If not, work out on your own. Stay healthy. Stay home. I could see that happening. <laughs> and 
John Wallum. They're going to John, John Wallum. That $47 million to put your feet up on the couch. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy it. Right. Sounds good, Fred. I don't know if that happens, though. I don't know if, I don't know if that I happens. I think it happens if it becomes too much of a distraction. And, again, some of it may what's not even be. What's a distraction, though? What, what, what's too much of a distraction? What he did the other night? Everything becomes focused on him in the negative, no matter what he does. And I'm not yeah, saying that's already, already his fault. That's already yeah, happened. But we haven't started the season. Yeah, but that happened last year. Yeah, I know. But now it's a new year. They want to give everybody a chance. Let's see what he does and how he reacts coming off the bench in the preseason game. But if it continues, if people focus on it, if it is the center of conversation. We're in a casino. If you were to go over there and place a bet on whether or not he's going to be a distraction this year, would you bet on it or bet against it? I bet up. I right. Go. So go place that bet. So we know that's going to happen. Well, that's as much of a guarantee. That's as much of a guarantee than USC beating UCLA this year. Ah, you heard it. You heard it. <laughs> oh, you're going to use that against me, huh? You're going to try to use that against me, aren't you? I'm not going to. No. Yeah. Yeah. You say that right. You got that. Yeah. I'll send it to Bob. He'll make a promo out of that one. Great. Yeah. It'll be on the air Monday. Don't worry about it. Uh, well, if what you're saying is true, and if I went over there and bet, yes, and I'm going to win, then I'm going to bet that they're going to send him home at some point, too. Okay. I'm going to bet that, too. They're going to send now, him home or out of town? Well, they're going to definitely, I think, try to send him out of town. They're trying to find a suitor for him. Um, I, I don't know if they're going to say, stay home, Russ. I, I just don't know if that happens. Unless it's something, unless it's something really egregious. But if he's continues to do stuff like he's doing now, where he's been doing his whole career, I don't think they send him home for that. I think if it becomes too much of an issue and it is the, the central talking point and he's not performing, if he performs as he did last year, but the conversation centers around he's not in the huddle or whatever anybody else can pick up, which causes everybody to answer questions, answer well, questions you, about it. But you him. know that's going to happen. Well, then I'm just I think saying, you know it's going to happen. I think they'll send if, him home. If Russ is on the bench and he's not smiling, they're going to pick up on him and go, Russ is not smiling. Bad body language. Be, yeah, they're going to say everything about him. It's going to happen. So you're saying that what's the tipping point? I mean, what, what is going to be? Because we already know that's going to happen. The tipping point is when Le Le LeBron says, I've had enough. That's when the tipping point is. When LeBron says, Hey, why aren't you guys talking about me? It's all about Russ. That'll be the tipping point. Why aren't you talking about the king? The king did this. The king did that. Okay. Why are you talking about Russ? Okay, king hater. I'm going to let that go. I'm not a king hater. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying. You're not? Yeah, you No, are. I don't hate yeah, the king. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. I'm, I'm not. You are a king hater. I'm not. I'm you not charging the throne. king hater. I'm not a Always king hater. Always have been. Not a hater. Not a hater. <laughs> Who's ready to win those Dodger tickets? You know what? You better be louder than that. Who's ready to win Woo! those Dodger tickets? Woo! All right. We're giving the Dodger tickets away in 60 seconds. If you're in the Inglewood area and you want a chance at Dodger playoff tickets, come on down here. We're at the Hollywood Park Casino for one more hour. When we come back, mm -hmm. we will have spirituality. Oh, baby. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. 
Granger for the ones who get it done.